30 miles from the rainforest, in a household that knows all the names of the Next Generation episodes. That's Star Trek. It's the Take Him With You podcast. Number 115. For April 17th, 2011. And it's part five of Spiritual Boot Camp. We've made it to part five, Aim. Wow. That's what I said. Let's say it backwards. Wow. Today we're going to talk about uh, a computer program that went haywire, a new song called Gareth's iPod, taking macro pictures, and somebody's got money towards an iPad. You're in the army now. Stay tuned. So uh, here we are already. We're clear into uh, April. Can you believe that? We're almost into May. Yeah. Time flies by. Yep, our, our middle child will be when you're closer to not being a teenager next month. Yeah, he turns 19 next month, Andrew does. And then our, our oldest child graduates from college. The end of this month. With his, uh, what does he get? Bachelor's degree? Bachelor's in Cinematography and Media, I believe it is. C&M Department is what they call it at college. Okay. Cinema and Media. Cinnamon and Media? Not Cinnamon. Mm, I want that degree. Cinematography I like Cinnamon. Cinnamon's good. (laughs) Okay. It's yummy. Yes. Especially on a roll. Just congratulate Cinnamon Nathan this weekend when when he's at the Cinematography Film Festival. Yeah. And call it Happy Cinnamon, <laughs> Nathan. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, lots of stuff going on at our house. Um, uh, and we'll be right back in a moment to talk about it. Hold on. Hold on to your horses. Today's a cool subject. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing a spiritual boot camp again, part mm-hmm. five. And we're going to be talking about... The myth-busting a little bit of things about baptism. Now, I know that's a really different word because most people don't ever use it. Yeah. So unless you're in, like, church and stuff. We'll find out. So we're going to find a little bit out about what, yeah. why people do baptizing, what it means, what the Bible says about it, and uh, I think you'll find it fascinating. Plus, we're going to read your Facebook and Twitter comments on uh, the question, the impromptu question of the week. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the Mash 4077 podcast, And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep. 
like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. Well, guess what? What? I am the guest on Just Because this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time this podcast is out, their podcast will be out and you can find out things you didn't know about me. Really? You really think I can? You need to put your microphone closer to your face. Oh, is that better? A little bit, but you're talking to the back of your microphone. No, I'm not. I've I've got the little apple in front here. Okay. Yeah. Is that better? I guess. Okay, so you really... Still a ways away from you if you you could turn it. Do you really think there's something that I... There you you go. Do you think there's something I'll find out that I didn't know about you on the... Well, I guess you'll have to listen and tell me. I guess so. You'll have to put it on my iPod when I go to work. Okay. Okay. We can do that. So anyway, um, Alan Joyce spent, um, I think it was, what night was that? Gosh, it was a while back. Not too far back. But anyway, we spent the evening talking together, and they asked me a bunch of questions. And so I think people are going to find out some new things about me. And it was a lot of fun, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So thanks, guys. J- the Just Because podcast, if you... Uh, you heard the promo there. You can uh, go check them out. Subscribe to them on iTunes. They do a couple of other podcasts, too. They do Tales of the Mouse House. So if you're a Disney fan, or even if you're not, that's kind of a fun one to listen to. And they also do the Fast Forward podcast, which, by the way, is a great podcast if you are following The Amazing Race. Because mm-hmm. they do recaps, and then they give predictions, they play listener comments, and uh, then and they talk about what they think is going to happen next week, and so on and so forth. And actually very educational when it comes to uh the amazing race okay yeah so that'll be that'll be cool i think i've listened to some of those with you yes they're very cool Mm -hmm. and uh yeah okay so what's going on around our house all sorts of different things um not only did i do the interview with joyce and al but uh, i also had a really interesting thing happen on one of the jobs that i do i do a lot of different jobs you know Mm mm-hmm trying to make ends meet because really podcasting and doing what we're doing right now is really what we want to do full-time but sometimes that is difficult to do because we don't make any money doing this yeah i mean there are people that give donations to us which we really appreciate help pay our comcast bill and right exactly and stuff and that's very very cool (laughs) and that helps pay our bills which we really appreciate. And if you get something out of the, the podcast, we appreciate it. If you did throw mm-hmm. something our way every once in a while, it would be very, very helpful. Um, that way we wouldn't have to do all these other things. But anyway, I, I also work part-time for an Internet service provider here in the area. Mm-hmm. And I do um, some graphic work for them. and Banner ads. Yeah, and stuff like that where, uh, hi, Jade. My dog just came over to say hi to me. She's so sweet. Hi, Jade. You'd like Jade. If you could see her right now, you'd like her. Wouldn't yeah. they? They'd like 
I thought you like to hear what she sounds like. Did you someone. do that? Yes, I hate it when I hate it when she does that. But I thought people might want to hear oh, what she geez. sounded like. <laughs> now she's gonna be freaking out the okay, whole rest Jade, of the time. Okay, Jade, it's okay. Anyway, the um, uh, the server crashed, and somehow, some way, the banner ad um, got they got erased back till October. So I had to go in and uh, redo all those. And, but it actually turned out pretty good. It only took me a, a few hours one morning. Mm-hmm. And I got everything set back up and everything's going the way it's supposed to now. So all of you out there that need graphics stuff done, like you need a banner ad made or a cool logo or a, a cool picture manipulated and done different stuff with, I'm the man. So come see me. Come email me, rick at moyermultimedia.com, and I'll help you out. And I don't charge that much. Okay. It's a fairly good price. Like to make the banner ads and websites. Well, I had to design stuff. business cards, too. I just yeah. got done doing, uh, you know, our friend uh, Wayne Henderson from the Fringe Casting Podcast? Mm-hmm. He, um, his wife had me make uh, business cards for her. You made business cards for me, too. I did. And I make business cards for lots of, of people. I, I do not pay you. I well, you don't you have kiss. to pay me. <laughs> but no, normally what I do is uh, I can design the whole card and then get them all printed up at a place and have them drop ship them right to your house. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a little bit, I don't know, if you want a really fancy card, I can do one for about 75 bucks. They're beautiful. And then, of course, you have to pay for the cards themselves, which isn't really a lot when you find a good place online. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're into it for, you know, 125 bucks or so, and you get a whole bunch of really cool-looking cards. So, uh, yeah, I do that kind of stuff, too. But anyway, yeah. fun, fun, fun. That's why your business is called Moyer Multimedia. Because I do all sorts of different kinds of things, from and, videos and, to music. And you can look and, at your website for Moyer Multimedia if they're interested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? What? Um, my friend Gareth that I talked about last week. Okay. We uh we talked about the iPod Touch and everything. Remember uh, that? Uh-huh. He got he has a microphone and uh, and earphones now, and we got to talk back and forth. Oh, because uh, he has an iPod. He has an iPod I, Touch. I, I think. I think that's what you have, isn't it? Anyway, not sure, Gareth. I think it is though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because uh-huh. uh, one night we were I was playing him a bunch of my different music that I've done over the mm-hmm. years, like all the way from the old rock and roll when my had a mullet, a curly mullet. Yes, I remember all the that. way to my hip hop <laughs> and my and my uh, instrumental stuff, yeah. and I played him a whole bunch of different songs, and then I was goofing around on the keyboard while we were talking back and forth, and all of a sudden I heard this sound and I really liked it, and so I told Gareth that by the time he woke up because they're eight hours ahead in England, mm-hmm. by the time he woke up in the morning that I would have a song written just for him, and I did. Yeah, I I heard that you posted it on Facebook. I did. It's called Ready? Mhm. Gareth's iPod. All right. You don't seem to be very excited about this podcast. You're just sitting there. Oh, I was I was just glancing over the comments. Oh, I thought you were I playing getting... words with friends again no, because that's what at, you usually I, I've do. I got your comments. Well, do you here. have to glance over the comments while we're talking? If we're supposed to be having conversation. Oh, okay. I'll try to pay attention. Let me try this again. Okay. So I wrote this new song just for Gareth, and okay. you know what it's called? Um, Gareth's iPod. No. We were supposed to do it over, and I was supposed to. Gareth's iPod. Oh, oh no. What? What is it called? Jeez. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is what happens when you do 115 <laughs> podcasts and half of them with your wife. So, I did like 50 by myself. and then. So what is what is it called, dear? 
Gareth's iPod. I already told you. Okay, but I thought we were doing it over. So, okay, so do you want to just play it for the folks? Why don't I just play a little bit of it? Because you can go to StarTrekParodies.com mm-hmm. and you can download Gareth's iPod for free. All right. So they don't have to listen to the whole thing on this cast. But I would gladly go there right now. Watch this. Ready? I'm going to go to Star Trek Parodies. Just type it in. www.StarTrekParodies.com And then it comes up and you'll see my shining face. My mug. There I am with earphones pointing at me. And then I'll push this button on my on my soundboard. And then I hit Gareth's iPod. There it is. The little guy holding a, or girl, I think it's a guy, holding an iPod. And then you just push on the little button and here's what you get. Kind of spacey, huh? Yeah. Very, it's actually inspired by Tron. I mean, Gareth inspired me to write it, but it's more of a Tron-ish sound. Daft Punk kind of. Ready? Okay, so that's the that's kind of what the song sounds like. Kind of cool, mm-hmm. huh? Do you like yeah. it? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, very spacey. Yeah. Or futuristic or, I, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, that's kind of what the song sounds like. But it's got cool drums in it that come in later and some other sounds that come into it a little bit later on and during the song. And mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. So anyway, there you go. That was kind of fun. I wrote Gareth's iPod. And I hope he, and I think he did. He told me he enjoyed it. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. That's and cool. then I've also been doing some other things. I have some cool news to share with everybody. Okay. <laughs> so what's the news? <laughs> you already know. I do? You do. I just never know with you. Well, I stopped at a local, um, a local framing shop that does framing for like pictures and, mm-hmm. and uh, paintings and different things like that. And uh, talk to them a little bit about doing an actual show where, you know, you, what do they call them? Um, art. Uh, an art show? A gallery display. A gallery or show something, or something yeah. like that. Anyway, I'm going to um, showcase my macro photography and my music. And mm-hmm. so on a Saturday afternoon uh, coming up in August, um, I'm going to be able to go down and... Uh, put some of my pictures for sale and put some up to display and have people look at them. And then all the while I'll be playing my music in the background as well and sell some albums and sign mm-hmm. albums and stuff like that. So I kind of get to do, it's not a book signing, it's an album signing and photography show exhibit. Mm-hmm. And I get to do that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I imagine I'll be helping you get it all organized. Yeah, and... my mom actually is a photographer and she mm-hmm. is uh, going to help me get everything matted and taken care of and then there's a certain way to print the pictures out and make them look the way they're supposed to and 
all this jazz. So I got to get my display all ready. So I will be investing my time and my energy into that. And then I think what I'd like to do eventually, a lot of people really enjoy my macro photography and the Mm -hmm. different pictures I'm doing. Kind of like to do an online store and maybe sell some of the images because I know uh, one of our relatives actually downloaded a few of our a few of my pictures and printed them out and put them in their living room because it goes along with the color scheme. Mm-hmm. And the, you know these kind of I can make them high resolution so that if you wanted to blow them up into big posters or or like a really we can make them into like a watercolor painting. You can do all sorts of different things mm-hmm. with digital photography nowadays. But if people like my stuff, they can actually, hopefully, I'll have my store put up so they can order different prints of different things, and then I can send it to them and stuff, which would be kind of fun. Yeah. So not only will we do something local here, but we'll have that available for the World Wide Web. That would be a cool idea. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. So what else is going on? I don't know. Why isn't my wife very conversational tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I won the last thing. You you don't have anything to talk about, so I'll just keep talking. Oh, oh, you're on your last thing? My last well, thing already. I My thing is I really like to garden, and it's been raining a ton here, but I got the lawn mowed the other day after work, and I'm slowly getting around to all of our flower beds, trying to get them ready so that I can plant some dahlia bulbs Mm -hmm. probably next month. And And I've been taking pictures of the water drops. Yep, you've been taking pictures of the daffodils and tulips we have blooming. Yeah, and the water drop. I like to take macro pictures of the water drops because you can see all these reflections in them. Mm -hmm. They're really cool. Yeah, but I'm more into the gardening and things, the quiet things. You like the noisy things. I was taking pictures noisy. Well, your music and stuff is. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. guess what? It's going to get noisier. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're um, working on doing a, a edit of the music you made for Martians Are Here. Yeah, that's really exciting. We're actually going to put out a double album mm-hmm. of the music, the soundtrack to the Martians Are Here podcast. Mm-hmm. So Stefan and I are putting out um, a double album on iTunes and on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we're not sure of the price yet. We got to negotiate on that and figure out how much that's going to be. But we're not going to actually make physical CDs. They'll be just a download. And the mm-hmm. reason being is we can't fit all the music on a CD. Yeah. Uh, and here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm right now in the process. Are you ready for this? Just the songs that I like. Mm-hmm. Not these aren't the, just the ones that Stefan likes. Just the songs that I like are over five hours worth. Wow. So I've got to trim that down to about two and a half hours worth. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a hard thing to do because you got to cut out some of the songs you really enjoy doing, mm-hmm. or shorten them, or redo them, or whatever. I don't know exactly how we're going to so do that. So you'll have some of your didgeridoo songs on there. Uh-huh. And well, we, we want to put uh, a lot of the music from the actual series, mm-hmm. and then there were some specials along the way, like Pyramid and uh, Once a uh, What Was It Once a Jolly Swagman from mm-hmm. Simon, a uh, little bit from Jen. A little mm-hmm. bit of trouble, I think it was called, and uh, uh, then even Brett, uh, our friend Brett Hammond, had uh, the uh, Rural Dead mm-hmm. as well. So, and then the um, zombie one, mm-hmm. and then there was another uh, a horror one that uh, Sarah did, um, and I can't off the top. Oh, Vina Kava. Okay, and that is. Uh, that also had some music to it. So when you put it all together, there's quite a bit of music there. But I don't think people are going to mind. I mean, we're we're going to put a whole bunch of music on it, mm-hmm. and it won't be very much money. And that's going to be really cool. Can you imagine having all that cool electronic 
not only or I mean, hours and hours and hours went into making this. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to buy that and get like two and a half hours worth of really cool music. So that's coming out within the next few weeks. So that'll be really yeah. cool. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's all exciting. Okay. I was going to tell you the cool thing that's going on with me, though. Okay. Another thing? Uh-huh. Boy, you're exhausting. I have $95 saved up now in Amazon gift certificates. Yeah. To And tell them how you got those. Well, to buy my iPad. Yeah. My iPad, too. I'm going to buy an iPad, too. So I've got my first $95. Mm-hmm. I only need, uh, what, with tax, 400 no, 399 so plus tax. And why did you get the idea to get the Amazon gift cards? You gave me the idea. Actually, a friend of ours gave us the yeah. idea online. But I've been taking these surveys with Harris Poll online uh-huh. for, for like, like the last years. seven years. And I've never cashed in my points because mm-hmm. you win prizes and stuff. Uh-huh. And I went there and sure enough, I got can get Amazon gift cards. So I did. And I got $95 worth. So that's going to be, I'm going to buy, obviously, my iPad I'm going to get off of. Mm-hmm. I hope they sell them on Amazon, don't they? Well, well, if they don't, I'm in big trouble. I think so. Jeez. I would think so. Gosh. Yeah. I better check that out. I didn't even think <laughs> about Well, they sell iPods, so maybe they'll sell yeah, iPads. I'm sure they will. So that's what I'm saving up for. I think I'm going to get the black Wi-Fi 32 gig. That's well, going to be cool. And I'm going to put GarageBand well, on do it. Do a bunch more surveys. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be seven years from now. And then I would only have half of saved up. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, I'm excited about that. We'll see how long it takes me to get my... You know, I got my iPod Touch from gift certificates as well. Hmm. You remember that? You gave me some, and then some friends of mine gave me some certificates for Christmas or my birthday or something. Mm -hmm. And I was able to buy my iPod Touch. So, hey, stranger things have happened. So, uh, let's see if we get an extra job here or there. Or, uh, you know, something like that happens. Or maybe I can sell some of my other equipment. That would be a good idea. Uh Maybe you could sell a lot of the equipment. What? We'd have more room in our house. <laughs> it's not like I have a ton of equipment. Come on. Oh, well, you have a few guitars and, you know. I have two guitars. And two keyboards. And, uh-huh. and I want more keyboards because uh, the more keyboards I have, the more sound. Oh, by the way, on the on, I'm going to do an art walk. I didn't tell you about that. In July, I'm going to try and do the art walk. Yeah. Where um, people go walk around, look at all the different art local artists, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put some of my macros for sale. But I'm also going to take my keyboard, hook it up to a sound system, and actually play some live uh, Stargazer music. Coolness! Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. You know, I, we should get our daughter-in-law on that too because she's quite a fine. She artist. She probably could share my booth with me. Yeah, and that'd your be fun. Ma- and your mom's photography. Yeah, that'd be fun. All under Moyer Multimedia. That's they're right. All, all the umbrella, Moyers. huh? They're all Moyers. There you go. Yeah. MMM. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So anyway, that's all the cool stuff going on. I hope everybody... I don't... You're probably bored to death by now, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I think people will be sending me sympathy cards because... Why? They're, they're going, does this, does this guy ever stop? He's talking about music and photography and banner ads and The only thing I wish that and... these things would do is translate into bucks. Yeah, that would now, be nice. <laughs> that way we could do podcasting more because that's what we yeah. really want to do. But, uh, you know, all in good time. We've been at it, the business now for two years, mm-hmm. a little over two years now. And, uh, it you know, it goes, it comes and goes. I get work and then I don't and then I get work and then I don't. And 
you know, I Such think as time goes on, we just, I guess the, the well, the, yeah, and the key is diversify. Mm-hmm. The more things that, you know, bring some stuff in, the more we yeah, can do other things. Because you have a, a couple of photography sessions coming up uh-huh. um, for, like, senior portraits mm-hmm. and a family yeah. portrait coming up. And so, little things here or there. So That's right. If you're in the west western Washington area and want to hire Rick to do any of that stuff, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I, <laughs> you know, that. and the other thing I did is a bunch of auditions for... Uh, voice123.com mm-hmm. so I still haven't you know I've gotten in the, the finals for a couple of things but uh, I guess a, you just keep have to a keep lot of audition 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 yeah a lot of competition I did a hilarious so. one for a lice comb tonight yeah that one was kind of gross oh I, th- I got to do these little voices yeah voices of lice I got to be lice it's kind of disgusting I was a louse <laughs> I don't know about that it was like, ooh, gross. That, Catherine and I were like, ooh. Amy, did that bug you? Yes. <laughs> get it? Yes, I get it. I'm sorry. After I'm done, I'll have to uh, just rest on your scalp. <laughs> what in the world was that? Well, what do lice do? I don't know. I think they feed on people's scalps. They do. Not rest. Well, I don't feed on people's scalps, so... <laughs> Okay, maybe we could edit that part. That was strange. (laughs) (laughs) So Anyway, we want to thank everybody for helping us out. We've gotten some really nice uh, letters, and and, uh, tonight we got this really nice letter from some folks that support us. And an Easter card. And a beautiful Easter card. A homemade, uh, very classy. And a recipe. (laughs) It sounds good. For green cake. Yeah, it has pistachio um, pudding in yeah. the cake. It mm. sounds really yummy. So there you go. Anyway, yeah. thank you to everybody that has lately been a very big encouragement to us. We really appreciate it. Sometimes it's hard doing what we do because it's a little bit unconventional, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and not not you know it's really weird because we have church people that don't get what we do. Then we have people that don't go to church that really like what we do, mm-hmm. and then we have in betweeners that kind of go what, huh? <laughs> and and so here we are, you know, yeah. it's kind of different. But anyway, we know what we're supposed to do and we're doing it and we're having a great time. Mm-hmm. We're hoping that our that our our podcast encourages you. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you're encouraged when you listen and of course we've been doing this new series and a lot of people have been enjoying it, but some people are like, "Yeah, I wish you'd go back to doing some other stuff." Well, don't worry. We only have I think we have one more in the series. And then we'll we we resume our old schedule. So okay. we really wanted to do some some cool stuff in the in the boot camp area, spiritual boot camp, because we wanted to explain what the basic doctrines or basic things of Christianity were. Because many many people are get confused by it, mm-hmm. or they just you know there's so many arguments and fighting and going on between people that we don't actually hear what it's all about. Yeah. So our goal was to try to do something in a non-religious way to explain spiritual things. And so today, our, our subject, after we come back from the break, is going to be all about baptism. Now, And don't let that freak you out. And It's not really a dry subject. It's actually fascinating. <laughs> it's actually Get a dry subject. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, water. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about what that all means because... There are a lot of definitions out there, and a lot of people talk about it. Uh, but most people who just go on their everyday life don't ever hear about baptism unless you go to church. Yeah, it's not something. Like, it's not something you use I'm in everyday language. Go to Walmart and get some baptism. 
You, you know, you don't just <laughs> talk about that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, okay. you said that's not an everyday term. So, um. Let's watch American Baptism tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No. 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 So, okay. so uh, yeah, we'll take the dunk here coming up. <laughs> okay. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Well, here we go. Part 5 of Spiritual Boot Camp. You're in the Army now. been getting some really nice feedback from people that really enjoy the boot camp series, spiritual boot camp. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for the reasons that we talked about before is we're kind of explaining a little bit more about what our belief system is and trying to do it without putting dogma out there or, or really forcing anything down anybody's throat. You know, you're allowed to believe what you want to believe. And we, you know, we obviously we want to share with what, what we believe because we think that there's a lot of misinformation out there when it comes to Christianity. A lot of it, uh, unfortunately, is because of the behavior of people to call themselves Christians. And so, you know, there there's some combative stuff going on to, to the point where people don't listen anymore when it's talked about because mm-hmm. they're, they're either forced to listen or they've had a bad experience or they just don't want that forced down their throat. Mm-hmm. So we're trying, we're attempting to talk about our faith in a way that's more informative and that will kind of shed some different light on maybe some of the reasons people act the way they do or mm-hmm. or perhaps to kind of reveal what the Bible says about things when maybe you weren't open to hearing that before, but you might be open now because we're actually explaining it. Mm-hmm. That's a little cool thing there. Well, do you want to read some of our feedback first and then go you- on to what we... What um, we have in our notes. Well, usually we do our notes first and then we do feedback. But if you'd like to do feedback first, let's do that. I think we should because then we'll we'll find out the experiences that people have had and then we'll see what the Bible says about it, if that works. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go to okay. my Twitter because there's stuff okay, on Twitter. Well, you get to your Twitter. I'll start on 
um, the Facebook response. Okay. Um, your question was, have you been baptized in or with water? Why or why not? And Pamela said, yes, I have in my, uh, by my Nazarene pastor, Grandpa, in a creek in Spitlog, Montana. Spitlog? That's what it says. Cool. Yeah. Um, I did it to follow um, Jesus' example. He is our target, you know. And Sydney says, you baptize me. Yeah, I did. to you. I remember that. And that's what you say next. You, you comment, I remember that, Sid. Yeah. And then Sid, Sid, Sydney says, um, and that picture was on the webpage forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said, I remember that too. And then <laughs> our, um, our friend Joseph says, we know more by Joe, but Joseph said, um, Lake Quinault in January when I was 15, I figured since Jesus did it and I was a follower of his, I had no reason not to, smiley face. Um, Lake Quinault in January. That's got to be freezing. Uh, oh I my mean, gosh. we have more mild winters than some places, but. Oh, it's cold. It's Lake Quinault's cold, cold in the summer. I think it's kind of, it's by the Cascade Mountains. It's in the valley. It's like the, glacier water. Yeah. the Freezing. Oh, very cold. Anyway. Yes. Um, and then we have, oh no, Olympic Mountain Range. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Greg sa- um, said, I'm very happy and thankful that I was sprinkled both as an infant in the Catholic christening and at my Protestant church and grade school at my confirmation, I really connect with Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 25 through 27. And I have felt a call of the Holy Spirit in my life. For me, it very much connects me with that time of um, confirmation and baptism. And by the way, I took a minute to look up his scripture he wrote, and it's really good. It says... Um, then it will be as though I had been sprinkled clean. I had sprinkled clean water on you, for you will be clean. Your filthiness will be washed away. Your idol worship gone, and I will give you a new heart, and I will give you new and right desires, and put a new spirit within you. I will take out your old stony hearts of sin and give you new hearts of love. And I will put my spirit within you so that you will obey my laws and do whatever I command. And that was out of a living Bible translation. Wow, that's that's awesome. But it's awesome. It's kind that of, kind of explains baptism. Yeah, that's very That's cool. really interesting. Greg, thank you for that mm-hmm. comment. I've got one here from, from D'Angelis. Um, okay. He says, I was baptized um, a Catholic as a baby. I guess my parents thought it was the right thing to do, even though... They weren't practicing. Hmm. And then I've got another one from our friend Gareth, who says, yes, I'm a bapti- I'm baptized Christian, uh, done when I was a child. Surprised? He has a question mark. Because Gareth has told me, I hope I don't embarrass you, Gareth, but I think he's put it on Twitter before, that he doesn't consider himself a very religious person. But he's been listening to the podcast and enjoying it. Sure. Well, we're friends, and, you know, yeah. so we share back and forth what we believe about stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so is there any more? on uh, That was on off of Twitter. Oh, we have tons more, so I'll try to go through them quickly. Randall says, Dunk in Lake Nawatsal. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. It's an Indian that. name. 
And Julie said yes, and it was a great experience. And Tiffany says, no, not so far as I know. I don't, I don't know why not. And Timothy says, I have since, I have as a baby sprinkled on my forehead because my parents were Lutherans. I have not taken the next step, however, and been baptized when I'm older for, for reasons. Dot, dot, dot. Mike said, yes, sprinkled at age 16. Public declaration of my belief that Jesus died for my sins and declaring my faith in Jesus Christ as Savior. Baptize, baptism is also required to be a member of the Free Methodist Church. I didn't know that. I think when I was a kid, you had to be baptized to be part of the Baptist Church. Well, that would make sense. That the Baptist, Baptist Church. Church. Yes. So, um... Sean said yes in August of 1992 at the Evangelical Covenant in Aberdeen by Pastor Rocky Cook because I wanted to give my life to Jesus and get closer to him. Even wrote a poem about it that day. That's cool. Yep. Pastor Rocky dunked me in a pool and it was not very warm. LOL. <laughs> and Jude said, baptized at the Evangelical Covenant Church by Pastor Mel Walker. Sorry, Sean. It was warm. Now as a minister, I have the honor of baptizing the women in our church. Um, do you have any more Twitters or should I keep on? I don't have these? any more. Okay. Katie said, yes, at Emmanuel Baptist Church by Pastor Voigt. Why? As a confession of faith. Jenny says, no, I'm not sure. Um, no, I am sure I wasn't as a child, being that my parents didn't go to church ever. So it was never anything I learned as a child and never pursued as an adult. Yes, I have a Bible and started reading it for the first time in my life about a year ago. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. And John said, sprinkled in baptism as a child by my parents as a Lutheran, I later was fully immersed at the Grace Baptist Church publicly to show my commitment to Christ. Dan says, I was baptized in the Catholic Church as a baby. It wasn't my choice. Um, I was also baptized in the Open Bible Church here in Aberdeen many years ago. I guess I'm covered. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been sprinkled and dunked. <laughs> right, right. So, um, Sounds like a donut. Yeah, it does. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Maybe because we like donuts? Mm, forbidden donut. Yeah. Okay, we've got two more. Russ said, I'm happy to have my um, faith public. And Daniel said, I was baptized in the Snake River about seven years ago as a symbol of my faith. Okay. So those are all the, the Twitter and Facebook comments. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get a whole, we only got a couple people that talked about not being baptized. So I think that is an interesting thing because mm -hmm. it shows that really the word baptism isn't used in our culture a whole lot. It was more used in the culture that, that we see in the Bible um, because the word baptism is actually a, a Greek word mm -hmm. um, called baptismo. Mm -hmm. And it not only means the dunking of, of things, but it also means washing. Washing. So like washing your hands could actually... You would baptismal your hands. But, but uh -huh. more so in a ritual or more so in a... Like a ritualistic washing. Well, a symbolic of mm -hmm. cleansing, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like, you know, just go wash your hands. Well, but if you, but yeah. see, see, there were, there were 
laws written by the Pharisees back in the time of Christ mm-hmm. weren't necessarily um, actual laws from the Bible, but they were put on people that they had to wash their hands, bef- ceremonially wash their hands mm-hmm. before every meal. And that's they were upset with Jesus because he didn't. Now, see, if, if you think about this, this is an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. If If Jesus was perfect, which we believe he was, Mm-hmm. And he didn't break the law. He came and fulfilled it. Mm-hmm. Um, the The Pharisees were upset with him because they didn't. He didn't follow their rules. Yeah. And so at one point they were having dinner together, or, or they were around him when he was having dinner, and he didn't do the ceremonial washing before he ate. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, they got all upset with him. And and I I found that really really interesting. So anyway, the, so the word baptismo just simply means a ceremonial washing or or something where um you be basically become clean as a result uh, or it's a symbolic thing of becoming clean and pure mm-hmm. so that's what it means now it's really interesting that we don't use that term at all really in today's in in well they may they may in other countries where more of that kind of stuff goes on but in our country, at least here in the United States, and I know in a lot of industrialized countries and stuff, they don't do a lot of symbolic washings and stuff um, because it's not part of our culture anymore. Even though just about everywhere you go, it reminds you to wash your hands because of it. But you that's know. because of sanitary reasons. Yeah. That doesn't have to do with religious reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, now you do see in 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 Catholicism. And in some religious circles, uh-huh. you do see this a lot every Sunday or every time you go to a church that has this. There are places where they do this type of thing where, you know, they have holy water and there's there's mm-hmm. ceremonial washings and different things like that. And it's symbolic of what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when it comes right down to it, um, I, I want to myth bust some of the things about baptism because I think a lot of people don't understand it. So mm-hmm. first off, let's just get to down to the basic Okay. okay. Jesus said at the end of Matthew, the mm-hmm. book of Matthew, he said, go into all the world and make disciples. Mm-hmm. And that, that word disciples uh, means disciplined followers. Mm-hmm. And, and then he said, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, there's this logical conclusion that comes to, for some reason in Christianity, um, there's this thing that happens that when you receive Christ into your heart and you say, I I believe in God and I believe what he's done for me, I believe Jesus died on the cross for me and I accept him, then the next thing in the series of stuff that happens is basically to be baptized Mm -hmm. in water. So, Tell me, Amy, since you have grown up in the Baptist church from early, mm-hmm. and you gave your heart to God at four years old. I didn't until I was 19. Um, you grew up in it. What is What does baptism mean to just a basic believer that has accepted Christ? What 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 is it? Well, I was taught that it was basically an outward like a lot of people said in the comments, kind of like an outward profession of what Christ has done inside your heart, that it's a symbol of you dying to yourself um, as you you know, get washed clean by what Jesus has done and coming up a new life in him. 
Okay. That you kind of choose to put away your old life and your your Because some people would say it's kind of odd that you would do that. But if you think about it symbolic wise, mm-hmm. it's simply taking what you've done inside. Because yeah. you know how we've talked on this program many times about how it's so important for people to have a, a relationship with Christ, not not going through the the ritual things and not not just doing rules and regulations, but seriously receiving Christ in, into your heart so that you have this relationship with God. So if that's done, then then baptism then follows, and it's simply a public profession then mm-hmm. to the people around you and whoever sees mm-hmm. that you have made that decision on the inside. Now, your life should probably show it. Yeah. Well, but I think this is a... This is 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 something that I think um I don't think Jesus was stupid. No. I think he knew what he was doing. Well, and even Jesus was baptized by his cousin John the Baptist. Yeah. And I think when Jesus was baptized, you know, here here he was the son of God. It wasn't like he really was dirty or anything. It said he was without sin. But you know, but, he didn't he didn't even start into real ministry or anything. He didn't but, really yeah, go he, on to fulfill anything until, until after that. Until after that. And so to me, it's kind of like, okay, you know, you're you're going to be commissioned now to be a follower of Christ. And it's kind of symbolic of the inward washing of your heart. Right. It's like you're, you're showing people, okay, I am now going to be a disciple of Christ. I'm going to live for God. And it's just a symbol of, okay, you're dying to yourself. Your old so, self okay. is washed away and you're going to be a follower of of Christ from now. Now, on. this people might find fascinating. Okay. That Jesus, you know, he was baptized in the River Jordan. Mm-hmm. And John the Baptist was the one that baptized him. Mm-hmm. And John's when Jesus came down into the water, John looked at him and said, "I'm not even, I can't baptize you. I'm not even worthy to, you know, tie okay. your shoes yeah. or untie your shoes or whatever mm-hmm. your sandals." And Jesus said, no, allow it to happen. This is God's will. And and so John dunks him in the water and brings him back up. And at this point in time, this is where... Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is interesting. I think it's fascinating. This is when uh, the Bible says that a voice came out of heaven and said, this is my son with whom I am pleased, well pleased. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, that everybody heard that. Yeah. That, and even the Pharisees and even all the the uh, looky-loos and the people all gathered at the river watching this whole thing, mm-hmm. they heard this voice and were blown away. And then it says, oh, what is our cat doing? My cat just jumped up on here and is running across the table. And now he's trying to figure out he's going behind my monitor. No, no, he's going in front of my monitor. Hello, Stripe. He, I guess he wanted to come say hi. Well, anyway, at that point... I know. Weird diversion. <laughs> yeah. At that point, then it says that the Holy Spirit descended on Christ mm-hmm. like a dove. So they saw some type of a physical thing that after the voice came out of heaven, which we know was Father God, mm-hmm. um, that then some type of thing came and rested upon him. And we we don't know what it looked like, but they said like a dove, so we imagine mm-hmm. it floated down, or uh-huh. or flew down or something. But kind of like a white bird or something. Like well, we that. don't know if it was a white bird or not, well, but like but a dove. like a dove, mm-hmm. you know, I would assume that like a dove would mean something floated down, mm-hmm. because doves fly and float and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Anyway, at that point, then Jesus started what we call his ministry. Mm-hmm. 
and that is when he began he devoted himself to teaching, going out teaching yeah. and preaching and healing and doing all these different things mm-hmm. um and he but he didn't do it until after he was baptized and and uh I think he did it for a little bit different reasons than we do it, but then he turned around and told people his disciples he said, "This is what I want you to do." Mm-hmm. Um, not only, and you will, and you'll then read as it goes along. After Jesus was crucified and rose again, after you know the that whole the gospels happened, then it goes into this book called the the Acts of the Apostles, mm-hmm. the Book of Acts. And as we read in there, you'll find that this is also a pattern that happens: is that people would talk about Jesus, and and then they would, uh, and then other people would receive him into their heart. And then immediately they would go find water and they'd baptize them. Or baptize them. Mm-hmm. So there was obviously a pattern that emerged in the early church that when you became a believer, then you did this symbolic thing simply to proclaim and profess your faith in public. Mm-hmm. And that's really yeah. what, it, what it boiled down to. There was another, and no pun intended. Boil. Another time where this guy named Philip um, opened up the Bible to an Ethiopian scholar and he believed, scholar was it a scholar? I thought it was a soldier. No, it was a, he was oh, trying yeah, you're to right. understand. That's right. He was reading the scrolls, and he was trying to understand it, but he yeah, didn't yeah. really understand. So Philip Philip explained um, the gospel or the good news that we talked about last week, and the guy accepted it. And so they said, "Why not get baptized right now?" And they went. We actually had that happen to us a couple of times during the, our yeah. course of ministry, <laughs> where someone wanted to get baptized right now. They came into the church, and we were doing something, and they said, "We want to be baptized right now." We gave our heart to God. Let's go. So we actually went out to a river and baptized somebody mm-hmm. at like nine thirty at night. One and... time we were on vacation, and we, <coughs> we baptized um, a young man. You were discipling. He hadn't been baptized yet. in a pool. Baptized him in the pool. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now this is an interesting thing. Let's do a little bit of myth, of myth busting because okay. I think this is really important. Now that might be a little sacrilegious to some people, but well, so let's let's let's, let's do this because that. I really think it's important that we look at things. Now, there are some people in the in in the Christian faith mm-hmm. that say if you aren't baptized, then you won't go to heaven. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about that? Do you think that you not only have to accept Christ in your heart, but you also have to do something like get dunked or sprinkled well, in order to go to heaven it, if when you, you die? If you do, then the Bible's lying when it says it's by grace and by faith in God's grace that you're saved. It's God's grace that saves us, not by works, lest any person should boast. Or get all haughty and say, "Hey, I I worked my way." So okay, so let me understand you here. What you're saying then is that that baptism, even though Jesus wants us to be baptized because He told us that we should be, mm-hmm. doesn't actually give us a ticket into heaven. No, it's just it's part of obedience and part of like an outward symbol of what Christ has done in your heart. But it's what Christ has done in your heart that He shed the his blood for you and that you've chosen to believe in that what he did that so saves it's, you. it's more important to believe than to be baptized or or does it how do they work together well i think that being baptized is just kind of the first step on your journey after you okay, accept right. christ but well now there's another incident in the bible mm-hmm. that kind of explains this as well and that is when um, it, most people know this part of the 
of the Bible where Jesus was on the cross and there were two thieves mm-hmm. being crucified, one to his right and one to his left. And one of them was hurling insults. And mocking him. And mocking Jesus and saying, you know, if you're the son of God, get us down from here and blah, 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 mm-hmm. making fun of him. And the other thief corrected that other guy. But they're now they're hanging on the cross being crucified. They're dying. They're mm. being executed. Very painfully executed. And, and the other one looks at the, the guy that was mocking Jesus and said, don't you get it? You know, stop it. Don't you understand? And and uh, uh, I can't remember these exact words. How did he say it to Jesus? Well, the one said that he believed in, in yeah. Christ. And he said, well... You will be with me in no, paradise. No, who who said that? One of the thieves. No, said, no, not one of the thieves said you will be with me in paradise. No, Jesus, Jesus said, that. said that to the thief. So when Jesus heard the confession of this this thief on one of the crosses that mm-hmm. said he's the Son of God, you know, uh, he hasn't done anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and then Jesus looked at him and said, "Today you'll be with me in, in paradise." paradise. Now. Yeah. That changes a lot of things because the thief did not get down off the cross and go get baptized. Yeah. So apparently, it's really through faith in Christ and what he's done for us mm-hmm. that gets us into heaven. Yeah. So, okay. So we myth busted that one. Now, there's whole now, denominations, there, there though. There are some people that are going to disagree with that and we'll still love them. But, you know, but according if, but to I think our understanding But I think your logic faith. is right because if, in fact, it's by faith and you don't do anything to get saved, Jesus did it all, mm-hmm. then really the act of being baptized would not save you. It might be a, a, a result of obedience to Christ, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the thing that saved well, you. And, you know, and it's like some people were saying, it's kind of like a public statement to say, you know, I'm, I'm a follower of I'm God. I'm a follower of Christ right. now. Okay, that's myth number one busted. You don't have to be baptized in order to go to heaven, mm-hmm. even though it's really important to be baptized. Yeah. So we would never tell you not to get baptized Yeah. if you believe in God. Mm-hmm. But we would say that if for some reason you couldn't get baptized before a Mack truck hit you and you died, you would most likely, well, we believe you'd be in heaven. Yeah, I, you know, like there are people that, you know, they have always known about Christ, but maybe they don't pray and give their lives to him until they're on their deathbed. Right. Which we wouldn't suggest doing because, you know, what if you don't have that last minute to well, pray? yeah, yeah. But, you know, just in case you do, I mean, you prayed with your grandfather in the hospital mm-hmm. to receive Christ and yeah. he didn't. You know, you didn't drag him down to the river and dunk him or anything. So, no, no. Um, but I know that he had a change in his heart. So Yeah. Okay, so here's another interesting myth. Okay. Okay, some whole denominations and parts of Christianity say that you have to be immersed completely underwater and brought back up in order... That's That's the only way you can be baptized. Yeah. Now and, then, and others say that you have to be baptized when you're an infant by sprinkling, and that's and, and that's like taking holy water and and sprinkling it on the on the baby. Mm-hmm. And others say that you have to pour the water over the top of them. Okay, so what's right? 
What does the Bible say? Because that's really what we want to find out. What does the mm-hmm. Bible say about baptism? And can I think there's two different myths there. One is that you have to be baptized when you're a baby, and the other is how do you get baptized? Well, why don't you read the definition of the word baptismo? That might help. And then I already else... talked about it. I already oh, said okay. it means it means ceremonial washing, uh, immersed, or just cleaned, or cleaned, or poured, or water poured, poured over. over. So that part's kind of vague. I mean, it looks like it could be a lot of different things. I mean, we see the... Okay, we do see the example in the New Testament... Of them being baptized. Of them being them dunked in water all the way down and up out. Well, or at least being in the river because it isn't really clear. They go into the river, but... It doesn't always say if they go all the way under or not. It did say as Jesus came out of the water, but... Mm -hmm. You know, he could have been dunked forward. He could have been dunked back. He okay. could have dipped himself. So, I don't know. <laughs> it, okay. So, so anyway, what we do have some early church writings. Now, these aren't considered part of the canon of Or scripture, not inspired books or whatever they call but it. But they're just like early church writings. You have that mm-hmm. right here handy. Why don't you read that? Because we found this years well, ago. Well, I'll just paraphrase it. There, there's a, and it was a, very interesting. Well, there's a book called the Didache. Okay. And basically, it's early. It's writings from the early church, mm-hmm. and there was some instruction on baptism. And they said basically, if a river is available, because you most likely or most preferably, you should do it. You should baptize people in living water, and living water um, meant that it was a river, so it was flowing. In and out, so the water was clean and fresh, and and it was living. And if you and then it said, if you can't find a river, then do a lake or a standing thing of water. And then it said, if you can't find that, just find some water and pour it over them. And if even that, then sprinkle it on them. It was kind of the basic, basic thing. And so that now that's not the Bible, no. But it was definitely what they did in the early church. Um, and so this is a really interesting thing mm-hmm. because, again, here's what human beings do. We take the principle of it or yeah. the idea of it, and then we make it a rule. And then we get when they fight wars and get nasty with each other over the, 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 the carrying out of the ritual mm-hmm. when, in fact, it has nothing to do with the ritual. It has everything to do with your heart. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason behind it is simply to profess your faith in public. Mm-hmm. To identify with going under with Christ in death and then being raised in life. That's the symbolic and the symbolism of being baptized. It has nothing to do with how you're baptized. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with the fact that you are. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you go to a church... And they happen to sprinkle instead of dunk. Mm-hmm. As long as it's your heart thing, that's the main thing. Or you know, or if, you know, yeah. yeah. Or if or if they dunk instead of sprinkle, <laughs> right? Um, you know, the main thing is is that it's just a what's outward, the reason behind it? Yes, an outward symbol of what. Well, Christ I think at any time, I think this is where we we as human beings really fail sometimes, and you can read it all through the Bible. We mm-hmm. take something and we make it into this big thing when God's just shaking his head going, that's not even what I wanted. I, the whole reason behind this was just so people would publicly say, hey, I'm following God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't have to do with how they did it. It was more of the, the fact that they did do it. 
So I think we sometimes can get really off base when we we fight over these kind of things. So our belief, now this is what we believe the Bible says, is mm-hmm. that, you're, that once you believe, you're supposed to be baptized, and that's that. So that's what we believe. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other myth that's out there. Yeah. That you should be baptized as a baby. Now, let me let me ask you, Amy. Now, in the Baptist church, they didn't do that. They dedicated babies. Which I think it's kind of similar in a way to the more um, high church or, how do I say, orthodox So more like church. Catholicism or... Lutheran, Episcopalian. Right, right. Um and you know the some of our listeners, and maybe Richard, maybe uh, I know Richard goes to the Episcopalian Church. We thought about asking him about this, but to my understanding, well, he might you want, might want to send a little comment in, uh, maybe yeah. an audio comment on on why they do infant baptism in the yeah. Episcopalian Church. We can ask him that. Sure. Well, my mom was raised Lutheran, and in her church, they was, and I think you. Were I was sprinkled, sprinkled as a little kid a in Lutheran the Lutheran Church, church yeah, and. To, Even though we didn't go to church. To me, that's that really that? similar to what the Baptist church did with baby dedications, where the parents would go up, and sometimes grandparents, aunts, and uncles would go up there too, and they would pray over the baby and dedicate really themselves to training the child up to know Jesus as Savior uh-huh. and to be a godly example to them. And then um, even in... The more mainline churches, Episcopalian, Catholic, Lutheran, the when the children got older, they would go through um, confirmation classes or catechism, which they would learn the Bible and they would learn about it. And then at like 13 or around there, they would go through confirmation, confirmation where they would choose as an adult, mm-hmm. um, you know, a grown person um come to that age of accountability they call it around 13 where they would make a choice really at that point whether they were going to become a christian or not and so there's differences and yet you know some churches they baptize when they're babies and the the church i grew up in we did that after we accepted christ i think i i well, got okay. baptized and, and at the, like nine or but 10. the reason for that is because when yeah. you do read the bible the new testament mm-hmm. you don't ever see babies being baptized no they don't they, ever say they, that it says they brought jesus children to bless bless which we believe i mean mm-hmm. if, when you get down to it amy and i well you and i we believe that you can dedicate a child when they're a baby. But mm-hmm. until the child gets to the point where they understand the gospel, mm-hmm. you can't really, they can't truly be baptized in the way that we, that we read in the Bible because it says, mm-hmm. um, it says you have to believe first you know, and then be baptized. One thing that, Not be baptized and then believe. One thing that um, we talked about this the other day is that possibly the change came about with baptizing infants and I would need to talk to someone that grew up in a mainline church. Right. But I I believe, you know, infant mortality used to be very very high, especially in the middle ages and and um you know, days before advanced medical care. And I think, you know, people read about the importance of baptism and a lot of children didn't live to 
age 13. A lot of children died very, well, very now, young. Now, now, okay. And you, so I think maybe they were like scared. You that say they, to the age of 13, but I think yeah. that a child much younger can understand the sacrifice that Jesus made. Yeah. And, they may not understand all got, of the implications of I it. I got baptized, I think, at, at 9 or 10 because I had made a public confession um, mm-hmm. in Christ and then the church I grew up in, we had and I like... Think it, a class that they this, went this to is to another, make sure we understood. And this is another fascinating baptized. topic because that they call it the age of accountability. Accountability. Um, the the people. I think it's different for each person mm-hmm. because there's a certain time when the when when a person gets to a maturity level mm-hmm. where they can understand spiritual things, and that may be different for some people because you might have a three year old who gets it. Mm-hmm. And then you might have another three-year-old who just doesn't, they don't even, that concept doesn't even work for them. And you might have a 30-year-old that doesn't get it. Well, I don't, <laughs> you know? no, I don't think so. Well, I think, I think no, I don't think so. I think that, I think it's it's at a young age mm-hmm. when that transformation takes place, at least in the, in the maturity level, where they all of a sudden c- can make decisions. Yeah. I mean, I think from early on, people make decisions from what's right and wrong. But... Yeah. There is a certain thing that happens when now they're responsible for what they believe. I, I think that a lot of churches get the age 13 just because... It, well, that's Christi- culturally... Yeah, Christianity is really a sect of Judaism. It's an right. offshoot of Judaism. Right. And in the Jewish culture... That's when they have their bar mitzvah. Yeah, that's and... when a young young boy is considered a man. Right. Is at age 13, 13 yeah. he's supposed to study the scriptures and then... Right. And play words with friends. Those are important things. No, that... It just came up. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's supposed to study the scriptures and then at 13 recite what, you know, he was taught and then, you know, have a big party, say you're a man now... Well, um, you know, in the Christian, the the early church, that kind of carried on as far as that's the age of accountability. They felt like that's when you become a man and you make a decision if you're going to right. um, follow Christ. But, but our whole point is, when you look at the New Testament, um, you do see that the only time they actually got baptized was after they believed. It was. It, it was, was never tied, before. It was tied in with repentance, and that's a word that, again, we don't use a lot. You know, I'm going to go. Well, it was. Today, it was tied but, in with people making a choice to yeah, live for God. It's like turning their back on doing wrong and deciding to follow Christ. Right. And um, and John baptized before that, where you know, just turn from your evil ways and make room in your heart for for the Messiah right, or for right. Christ. So now let me ask you a question then. Here, let's go for another question. Okay. Um, since since now we've established that, um, well, we, well, we've already talked about those things. Anyway, um, let me ask you this question. Who then should be baptized? If somebody's listening right now, mm-hmm. what people should be baptized? Well, anyone who believes in Christ and has decided to follow him. What if What if they don't feel real close to god or they don't or they don't maybe they don't go to church do they still can they still get baptized it doesn't say that they have to go to church it says you need to believe become a disciple of christ and then be baptized it doesn't say you have to join the church or well no technically if you believe you have joined the church 
That's but not, true. not I mean, an organization. I'm just saying, you don't have to join an organization. Because the church is the people who believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. You don't have to join a specific organization in order to um, be baptized, okay. according to the Bible. Right. I mean, like, different congregations have different rules rules about things sometimes they'll want you to go through like a six-week class, class right. or something and, well and that's only and, so you can yeah, understand and, it and that's not a bad thing i went through one you sure, probably I did. went through I one did, yeah and um you know they aren't bad things they're just wanting to make sure you understand what you're doing right um so okay so anybody listening to the podcast right now if they believe in christ mm -hmm. and what he did on the cross for them then they they are qualified then to get baptized yeah okay Okay, um, we don't talk about other religions in this podcast a whole lot, and the reason being is we don't want to. We we really just want to talk about what we believe. Mm -hmm. But other religions do baptisms as well, don't they? Yeah, I think so. But they do them in a different way and for different reasons. Yeah, I I'm not really. I I do know that there's one group of people that baptize into their holy society instead of the Holy Spirit. Right. That's a little bit different, but... Well, now, okay, so what if somebody got baptized in a different religion and now they believe in God differently than they did before and they maybe come out of that? What Do they have to get baptized again? Well, or how does that work? I think it depends on where their heart was when they got baptized because, right. it, like we said, again, it's not really... It's not the ritual. Yeah, it's not whether you get baptized the in a river or if you get baptized in a high church or in a low church or whatever. Right. <laughs> it, it's not really the ritual. It's your heart. And if if when you get baptized, you are in your heart saying, you know, I believe in And you're Christ publicly professing I, Christ. I, yeah, I want to make this relationship with us. Okay. Kind of like, you know, how... <laughs> You could say with marriage, um, I, I know that this might seem weird, but marriage is a ritual that people go through to make a public commitment to the relationship that the two people are making privately to each other. I mean, right. basically, when people get married, they've already made a commitment that they're going to spend the rest of their lives together, right. but they go through a public ritual right whether it's you know at a courthouse or it's on a beach or it's in a cathedral or it's in a chapel somewhere or a house somewhere it's still a public ritual and they're just as married i might be knocking over some holy cows there but they're they're just as married no matter where what, they get married or because, the ceremony that was done yeah because it's a commitment that they're making to each other but there's somehow some importance to doing it publicly. And mm -hmm. and so I think, and there's a scripture that says that if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you be, be, before my father. Who will? That Jesus said that. Jesus says, if you uh, publicly acknowledge me before people, I will acknowledge you. You know, so it's kind of like that relationship, like a marriage relationship you know, it would be a really weird marriage if, if you know, if you and I hadn't said 25 years ago, let's get married, and then secretly we got married, and then we never acknowledged to anyone that we were married. 
that wouldn't really be much of a marriage. Right. And you, well, so, we wouldn't have a very good relationship because yeah. you'd go, are you embarrassed of me or what's the deal? Yeah. But when it's so marriage, it, it says in the Bible that marriage is kind of a symbol of our, like our relationship with, with Christ. Um, and, and baptism is kind of like going through wedding vows publicly. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, really the commitment is made That's in a really, heart. that's a really interesting way to look at it. I, I had not thought of that. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, your All commitment, right. like when we got married 25 years ago, our right. commitment to each other was in our heart. Right. But, but the ritual we went through, the marriage the ceremony, ceremony was, was to show people. everybody that we were serious about this. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That totally really, that really actually defines it way better than I thought. Well, hallelujah. It must have been God helping me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, so basically that's it. Um, yeah. um, we could we could talk till we're blue in the face and go through all these different things, but we don't need to. I think we talked about it in depth. Um, there are tons and tons of scriptures in the Bible that talk about baptism. We only paraphrased a few, mm-hmm. um, but uh, suffice it to say, if you'd like to find out more about baptism, just read the book of Acts, and mm-hmm. and you can read the end of Matthew, and you can see what Jesus said. And you can read in, in Acts where there's different places where people get baptized and what it, was, what it was all about. We've explained that the reason for baptism, at least our definition and what we see in the Bible, is to symbolically proclaim your relationship in believing that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. You, you identify with going down into, the, into death with Jesus and then coming up into new life with him as he was resurrected from the dead. Mm-hmm. That is the reason for baptism. Yeah. So I got this really cool song. Okay. That we're going to play. And then at the end of the song, then we will pray. Okay. And we'll introduce next week's subject. All right. So stick around. Check this out. This is such a... I, I remember hearing this song getting goosebumps. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down, down in the river to As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good.
cinematography wise because the the coloring is kind of golden throughout it it's it's really different but very interesting very interesting movie um but we watched that right before our 15th wedding anniversary and you had surprised me with a trip to a little houseboat um up by brennan washington up 101 and um we sang (laughs) that song going up and up um, 101 together and I think you took your little pickup truck at the time. Anyway, it brings back memories. I I really like that song. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember it. I remember things. That's what's bad about being married to me. It's because I remember a lot of things. And that's what's great about being married to me. I forget things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be good or bad. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, anyway, uh, we would encourage you, if you're a listener to the podcast and you are a believer, if you want to be baptized, that's a a good thing to do. Uh, If you live in the area around here, locally, I'd love to baptize you if you want to do that. If not... (gasps) Um, I'm sure that our dog would uh, bark at you. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I'm sure there are uh, places and people that would baptize you in the area that you're at. But uh, mm-hmm. that's something to consider and to think about. So think about it. And yeah. if you know, if you, come, if you come visit us or something like that and on a vacation trip or during the summer or whatever, you're coming by this way. Come on over and we'll We've go find a we'll go find a river or a lake or a river. Yeah. Or if we can. Ever we'll come to the you. desert and there's no you, you, rivers, we'll throw some water on you. You can be a donut and we'll dunk you. <laughs> or or you can be a donut and we'll get sprinkled. Sprinkle yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. The and main it, thing is is like we said, it's just a public thing that, that believers do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's pray. Okay. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening to the podcast. I just thank you first off that you're not one that wants us to go through rituals and 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 all these hoops just to get to where we need to figure you out. You did it all for us, and that is so awesome. I pray, God, that uh, every one of us that believes in you would consider what it means to be baptized, or at least to identify with going down in death with Jesus and then coming back up to life 
in mm-hmm. him. So um, I just pray that, that that every person would have a little revelation of that and that you would just speak to everyone's heart in that area. Thank you, God, for all that you do for us. We sure appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Next week, what are we doing? I think we're going to talk about growing and sharing. And, um, you know, growing in this new faith, if, if people are new to Christianity, are new to a relationship with Christ, um, how to grow in that faith, grow in that relationship. And then what what is the deal about sharing faith? Because um, I think we might need to do a little myth busting about what Jesus what? said when he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel mm-hmm. and, and make disciples. Because once you're a believer... <coughs> You're called to do that, but what does that really mean? Does that mean does that, that mean you hold big crusades and have big picket signs? Or uh, yeah, do you go and picket sign abor- abortion clinics and and uh, funerals and stuff? Or what does it mean? What does it mean to share your faith? Well, and there's that word that a lot of people think of as negative now, and that's evangelical. Uh-huh. And um, really, that that just really means messenger or or or. A skilled proclaimer. Right, it? somebody that, yeah. that can proclaim skillfully the message of God. Sometimes it's translated preaching, but it well, just means yeah, but that's skilled not... proclaiming. Right. Yeah. And so, so when you hear the word evangelical, I know some of our friends have said, you aren't evangelical, are you? Well, I, it depends on what your definition of evangelical is. If you're going to lump me into a bunch of people that are nauseous and mean, no, I'm not that. Uh, but if you if you are gonna you know look at it and say, well, Rick, do you proclaim who God is and what He's done in your life? Yes. Yeah. But do I force it down people's throats? No, I don't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about that. What does it mean to be evangelical? How yeah. do? What does it mean to share your faith? Does it mean? Oh, well, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to say before we go, dear? I think that that's good. Okay, I thanks everybody. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We sure love feedback and like to hear what you think about the program. Uh, I know we've been covering some pretty deep spiritual thoughts in the last few weeks. And uh, I just want to assure you that, that there's a reason behind it. And uh, we hope that you've enjoyed learning a little bit more about our faith and what God has done in our lives and what we think about what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're out of here. Have a great day and we'll see you soon. The Take Him With You podcast is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. That's right. And even though you can listen to our dog bark and our cat jump on the keyboard and just about everything else happen while you're listening to the podcast. And it's real life. It's real life, man. We're real people. Hey, kid, it's real life. You sound like you've smoked a few too many when you talk like that. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, you want me to talk about the, like the lice? No. I'll talk about like the lice. Ready? No! No! Don't comb me out of the hair! Don't comb me out of the hair! No! No! It sounds like an exorcism now. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. All right. God bless. You've been listening to Spiritual Boot Camp, Part 5. We'd love to hear from you. Write to us today, Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com or Amy at TakeHimWithYou.com. Visit our website, TakeHimWithYou.com. 
If you'd like to donate to the podcast, we would appreciate that. Head on over to takingwithyou.com and click on the donate button. God bless. Have a great day. See you next week. Eleven teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win one million dollars on the amazing race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the one million dollar prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. So, when Rick and Amy have helped guide you along your spiritual path on their amazing show, Take Him With You, check out the Fast Forward podcast in iTunes. And we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Ah, taking with you with Rick and Amy. It's one of the best podcasts around. And we'd like to think maybe we could be a close second. We can only be a close second if you come and listen to us. Well, we talk about classic television and films from around the world. So, if you fancy listening to us waffle on, then please do join us. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com or go to our favourite place in the world for podcasts. Well, maybe not yours, it's mine because I can't quite figure out any of the others. And that's iTunes. Just type in Waffle On Podcast. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, Russell. Are you like mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity. Peculiarity. Irregularity. Inconsistency. Incongruity. A rarity.
I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Come close. I've got a quick question for you. Have you ever felt like you're out on the edge? Let's maybe call it the fringe. I happen to know someone who's fluent in gobbledygook. Well, I might be that guy. I'm Wayne Henderson. And I'm Dan, Metal Dan on Twitter. And together, we are the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast, devoted to the TV show Fringe. Check out Fringe Casting at MediaVoiceOvers.com slash Fringe, also in iTunes, the Zoom Marketplace, etc. Then call us with your Fringe thoughts and theories on our listener line at area code 206 984 1446. Thank you for your attention and have a nice day.